welcome to another episode of Deep Reflections with Bright. And today we're going to be looking at the topic of adoption. How many of you have come across a story or something similar to the case of a teenage girl who gets pregnant and then she's pressurized by her peers or people um, having authority over her to abort the child in summer, encouraging her to keep the child. And somehow she might have felt that the right thing to do was not to kill or murder the baby in her womb. And she decides to give birth to the child. And probably the child ends up in a foster care home because she's not responsible or willing enough to take care of the child. And suddenly someone comes in with care and love and adopts this child. And we would say, what? What a case, what an instance of deliverance, what an instance of mercy. And this was because of adoption. Such a child who was rejected would now find a home, would now find love and affection, unconditional love. And that is the good thing about adoption. We would have wished that probably that wouldn't have been the case. A more excellent way would have been for the teenage girl not to have gotten pregnant. Or perhaps even better, not to be engaged in sexual immorality. But adoption became redemptive in this case, in this scenario. And sometimes it follows a different scenario. I know of the case of Elizabeth Blackwell, who was the first female American doctor. And she, at that time, realized, at that time where she was living, that it would be difficult being married and pursuing a career, especially a career in the medical field. And she resolved in her heart not to get married because of all the expectations and all the um, roles that married women were expected to play. She found out that being a married woman and the responsibilities involved would be irreconcilable with being in the medical field. So she decided to sacrifice her, her desire to be married in order to pursue what she felt was a higher calling. Of course, she did have um, desires, but she was able to um, subjugate and overcome these desires. But there was a desire that st- stood even stronger, and that was a desire to murder a child. That maternal instinct never left her and was so strong. And she decided that she was going to go ahead and adopt a child. And this was after she was able to finish her studies in the medical field and still not wanting to get married or probably at this point in time, maybe uh, no one was, you know, approaching her for marriage. But somehow she continued on that path willingly not to get married but she wanted to have a child and so she ended up fighting her way through to adopt a child a daughter by the name Kitty but that wasn't easy people tried tried to persuade her and discourage her from adopting a child people are certain the child has a right to a father but that's another topic for another day but it seemed that the case turned out well. The kitty grew up to be a responsible citizen. 
And during the last days of her mother, Elizabeth Blackwell, this doctor, Kitty was at her bedside to, to comfort her, to make her last days on earth as, you know, as comfortable as possible. That is the story of adoption, the adoption of Kitty by Elizabeth Blackwell. But in view of adoption, there is a greater adoption. And that, that is the adoption into the family of God, to be the children of God. In Christ Jesus, we have been given the free gift of adoption. The word of God says that we have not been given the spirit of bondage again to be afraid, but we have been given the spirit of adoption, whereby we can call God our Father, Abba, Father. Now what a pleasing thing this is, that God can be called Father. This is so powerful. And Father, what of God says again that, Behold, what kind of love is this that is bestowed on us, that we can call God our Father. You know, once through sin we have rebelled against God and we've estranged ourselves from the family of God, from the community of heaven, from the kononia, the fellowship of heaven. But now, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, we have been given the free and amazing gift of adoption. We can now be adopted into the family of God. We can now be sons and daughters of the King of Kings. That is powerful. What are the benefits of being adopted into the family of God? One, there's a change in identity. For all those who are not part of the family of God, they are part of the family of the devil in the kingdom of darkness. Adoption brings a translation. You're being translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Just like Kitty was translated from her foster care home or orphanage into the family of a medical doctor. We become translated from the power of darkness into the power of God, to the kingdom of light, from darkness to light. Our identities change. We are now the children of God. We are no more the children of the devil. The spirit of God now lives in the inside of us. Number two benefit of being adopted is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. No one can be a child of God who doesn't have the Holy Spirit living in him or her. The Word of God says that Jesus came to his own, but his own rejected him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the sons and daughters of God. And the Word of God goes ahead to say that this is not of the will of man or flesh or blood, but of the Spirit. Adoption is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells in the inside of the adopted child. This presence of the Holy Spirit is communion with the Holy Spirit, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Such a one has the Spirit of God. That is powerful. It's remarkable. Are you adopted? 
Can you sincerely call God Father without hypocrisy, without doubt? This is the wonderful gift of adoption. What is another benefit of adoption? Inheritance. God owns everything. He owns the world. He owns heaven. The word of God says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that dwells in the world. The gold mines, the rich oil wells, the buried treasures, the diamonds, the plants and animals, they all belong to God. But still all these earthly giftings, all these earthly treasures are nothing compared to the treasure that we have in heaven, to the inheritance we have as children of God. Inheritances are not left for servants. Inheritances are for sons and daughters. And one of the things we inherit is immortality. Adoption means you have inherited eternal life. The word of God says that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus Jesus came. That we may have life and have it more abundantly. And so today I want to remind you that we have something more powerful than adoption as we know it in the realms of human social interactions. We have the adoption of becoming sons and daughters of God.